money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, that's good because this is the show where we talk about the hard issues around money. My name's Dave. I'm here with my wife, Reb, and we run an organization called More Than Enough. So I'm going to give the the heads up right away. If you need to go back and look at old archive shows, we've got lots and lots Mm -hmm. of discussions where we talk about all kinds of things in related to the heart and the money. Uh, If you need to find those, chri.ca has them all archived. That's where we the studio where we do all our production, as well as, of course, the show is live on CHRI 99.1 here in Ottawa on Friday mornings. Now, you can also get the archive shows on podcast on iTunes, and then again on our website at morethanenoughs.ca. So there you go. There's there's all the technical um I know you did items. that right off the bat. You right gave off it all. The gave bat. it all. You know, don't don't turn it off because now we're going to get to the good stuff. We have a nice guest in our in the studio this morning. So we do. Our we're going to bring we're going to bring Braun in. Braun is one of the entrepreneurial coaches at More Than Enough, and we're going to be talking about entrepreneurs and that whole area of of I guess um, how we. Do handle, business. How do we do business? I was going to say handle money as an entrepreneur, but you know all of those things. So welcome to the show, Bron. Well, thank you. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Now, Bron, you're going to have to give just a, a little heads up to everybody in terms of credentials. Everybody okay. likes to know who they're talking to. I can see you. I know you. But of course, there's people listening who don't. So give us a little right. heads up. Who are you in... Ten seconds or less. Okay. <laughs> wow. No, no so, you get a little more time than that. Right. So I'm a, uh, as Dave mentioned, an entrepreneurial coach. I'm a, a certified uh, professional accountant, chartered accountant, as well as a certified management consultant. And God has gifted me with uh, the ability to uh, encourage and come alongside of entrepreneurs and help them uh, sort of nav- navigate the uh, the all the pitfalls and pieces of being in business. And um, I think that's, that's certainly a, a wonderful thing that we can, we can come alongside of people and be their advocates and work with them. And mm-hmm. so yeah. I, no, I know, that I know Reb, you've got some verses, but I want to, I want to frame the show a little bit because mm-hmm. the, the idea of having a coach as an entrepreneur, um, we've heard this in terms of leadership where, well, you hear the comment that leadership is a very lonely place, um, you know, and, and a lot of leaders have that where, where as they're leading organizations, whether that's a church organization, whether that's a business organization, doesn't matter that, that leaders have, in a sense, um, a, a, by, by design in the job description, if you will, th- there's an opportunity for, for loneliness. And, and as a coach, 
you really step into that place where you're saying, you know what, you don't need to be a lonely leader. Um, you need to actually bring people around you, and and those people have different functions. Yeah, and, and that's very scriptural, right? In Proverbs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think surround yourself with godly with, counsel, with godly counsel yes. right? So, so that's one of the big roles that you play as an entrepreneurial coach is just, in a sense, looking from the outside and saying, all right, these are some of the things that I know you're thinking, that mm-hmm. I know you're, you're, you're in, and let's deal with those head on. Let's get those. Right. And it's more than financial, by the way, mm-hmm. right? And we'll talk We're gonna about talk that. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Yes. Yes, I have some scripture verses like I always do. We already jumped in a little bit, but um, – one of the things that maybe uh, listeners don't know is that More Than Enough is is a financial fitness company. And what our heart is, mm-hmm. is, is the coaching piece. And it is helping people transform, transform their yeah. hearts and their practical pocketbooks, really. And, and part of our call at More Than Enough is to, I mean, we say, you know, bring hope for today and freedom for tomorrow, but it's drawing people's hearts to the heart of the Father so that, that we're reminding one another that we are um, uh, God's kids and that he's at the end of the driveway every day, no matter mm-hmm. what we've done, no matter how we've squandered. Yeah, and he welcomes us home. And mm-hmm. um, that's part of why we do what we do, why we talk about the heart issues so much on, on the radio, and which is why I often have verses that have nothing to do with money, which Dave <laughs> always points out to me, which is our regular joke here. And again, I don't have verses that deal with my, money. So, but, but I will give you this. I just have to interject. <laughs> Most times, your verses do have to do with the heart. Yes. Well, I, that's my job, right? That's, How's that? There you go. Um, the verses that I chose really reflect, I think, in part what we want to be at more than enough, what we as coaches, what bronze heart is. Um, there are fa- verses found in Second Corinthians 5, and um, I'll just read a few verses uh, from 12 to 21. Um uh, one of the verses in verse 14 says, For the love of Christ compels us, because we judge that thus that if one died for all, then all died. That phrase, for the love of Christ compels us. We do what we do at more than enough, because Christ's love is compelling us. And it goes on and it says, you know, we're a new man. And the, the old has passed away. The new has come. Um, and God uh, has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. That's what it says in verse 18. He has given us then also the ministry of reconciliation. And it says, um, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And why do I read those verses about us at More Than Enough? And I think that's part, it's the love of Christ that's compelling us. It's his urging to us to be ambassadors and, and to come alongside other people to say, remember who you are. Mm-hmm. Remember God himself has reconciled us, has reconciled you through Christ to himself. And I think those, that's a powerful call. And that's not just for us at More Than Enough. Paul writes this to the Corinthians explaining who, he, wh- why he's doing what he's doing, but why the Corinthians 
who they are. We're ambassadors. We're and and it's not to point fingers and it's not like Braun comes and says, Man, you are messing up so badly as an entrepreneur, you should just quit. I mean, he's not saying those things because and we know very well because he asks us a lot of questions uh, a lot of the time, Dave and I. But that's what happens when you have an entrepreneurial coach on staff. Oops. I mean, and Braun actually has specific questions to delve into to dig up some of those things but Paul doesn't say you know okay we're going to point and lay fingers on and sometimes we read Paul and we feel like he's really heavy handed but he is really about grace. Paul writes about grace over and over because he experienced grace and we have more than enough experienced grace and that's what's compelling us. That love, that grace, that that desire to help one another because we could have pulled out those verses too, you know, come alongside one another, admonish, encourage, you know, as the we see the day of Christ approaching and we we're just talking um uh, you know, about our own discouragements that we've, ha- we have in life and, um, this morning before the show. And we've got to encourage one another. And our desire this morning is that if you're an entrepreneur and you're struggling in your business, we just want to tell you you aren't alone, not because that we're here and we want you to come to more than enough, but because God is with you. And the love of God himself is compelling is compelling himself to reach out to you. He's reaching out to us by his Holy Spirit. He's reaching out to us through one another and saying, come back to me. You're not alone. And there's an answer. And I have, and it may not be an immediate miracle as we've experienced. I I would love the immediate answers a lot more. The Israelites wandered around for 400 years under the slavery of Egypt. No, 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 no. We're very impatient. (laughs) Everyone is very impatient. Right. And and often it's a process, but the best Mm. part, the best blessing is that God is with us in the process. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot for us to learn. So on that note, so, Bron, I mean, yeah. we jump right in there sure. in the sense of saying, you know, there there certainly are some tools, but if we can give you, in a sense, the mic and say, what is the, the I would say, the first step uh, if if you're an entrepreneur and you're doing whatever you're doing, um, how do we do that in God's way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think ultimately, you know, you're you're in business or you're thinking about being in business. Um, because you know God has really put something on your heart, and He's uh, He's looking to you to continue going down that path. So God will open the appropriate doors, or He's already opened the door. And are you in in what you're doing? Do you have joy in what you're doing? And I think a lot of that is just having the right attitude. And uh, but. The the way that we do it at more than enough because it's it's a sort of multi it's a multi layered thing. There's not just one answer, and as I mentioned earlier, it's not just about financial. It's really are you using your gifting? Mm-hmm. Are you using the the gifting not only your spiritual gifting but the uh, you know the the other gifting that you have as a person? So we use tools to uh, have people go through that and find out what they're really. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
how they, you know, what that looks like. And so there's fantastic tools online that are very inexpensive. Um, I'll put uh, the note out to Strength Finders is, uh, is a tool that we use, and that's like $20 to be able to go online and find out what your top five strengths are. And it describes in detail what that looks like. And so mm-hmm. that, that, along with your spiritual gifting that you have, um, and you can, the spiritual gifting tests are free that you can get on off of any, I'm going to say, any evangelical church uh, website. Mm-hmm. They would have some kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or if you just look for uh, doing spiritual gifting online, you'll have a, a series of questions you can go through mm-hmm. and understand what your spiritual gifting is. And so it's, a, it's about lining those things and then uh, understanding uh, what is your vision, what is your dream, and are you are you on on track for that? And uh, lots of times, people start out in the right way, but then they get diverted, they get mm-hmm. off course. And, and, and uh, I can say, I said, you know, just to summarize. So we're just Ron is is outlining for us you know doing business with God because he he had an encounter with God a number of yes. years ago where God starts to deal with him about doing business with God so he's he's saying you know sometimes we become entrepreneurs and you know we can just have a focus of making money um, but he and what we do at more than enough is encouraging you know what's your gifting who are you what do you love to do what's your vision and purpose for this business because it's greater than just making money Correct. because and what I think you and I've talked about this before what you often see is people get in the rhythm and then all of a sudden it becomes about making money because yes. it's and and honestly it's hard like it's hard not to be in with that focus all the time because of the world that we live in and because we have people to pay you've yes. got hydro bills you've yeah. got taxes increased you know we've got all the things that you're dealing with you know with CRA mm-hmm. then you've got your employees then you've got employee benefits and you've got and and it can get hard so how do it we it can be overwhelming yeah and how do we how do you stay focused on like with you know what you love you told me once that sometimes people become entrepreneurs and the very thing that drives them and they love to do, they hand off to somebody else. I'm- yes. It's because they, they you know, as things – I have this theory that what, what happens in that case where people get diverted is they, they hand off the things they can manage that they know really well. They hand that off because they understand it really well. And it's easy for them to do it. And so they hand that off. And then as their business grows and the infrastructure grows, all of a sudden they're wearing one or two hats or even sometimes three that it doesn't fit because they're all of a sudden doing things that – it they're they that in that they're not using their gifting they're trying to they're trying to pick up the pieces for everybody else because they've handed off the good parts to all of their other people and it's it it doesn't work and i think that that's what you know if you think about moses and you know the decision making and how he created his team around him it is bringing god into the conversation about having a team, but it continues. I always encourage people to keep going back to what you are good at. Mm -hmm. Don't give up what you're good at. Do that and keep doing that. And you can find and delegate the other things 
to other people. There's so many different ways around it's, that. It's so actually, it's, I'm going to a different it, perspective. And, and it's crazy because uh, as an entrepreneur, but sometimes – and I can speak from experience on this one, that, that we hold on to these things that we don't really like to do, but we feel like there's some sort of control. But um, for me, the freedom came when I all of a sudden recognized that there are people out there that actually are gifted and love doing the thing that I hate doing. Correct. Like, and and they're, <laughs> That's you know, for, for me, right. it's like, okay, so if I can work in that place of, of my strength, you know, I've done the strength finder, I've done some, some of those spiritual gifting, and, and I position myself there because – that's the place where I'm the most content. I'm the most, mm-hmm. um, in a sense, useful. I'm I'm the most engaged, and I'm doing something that sucks the life out of me. And I go, oh, wait a minute. There's you know somebody over here on my left hand who loves doing that thing, and that gives them life. When I realized that as entrepreneur, there was freedom there because I all of a sudden went, okay, well. I have to give up control, which is a little bit crazy, and, and you know, and, and that's a challenge. But when you have the guts to do that, you all of a sudden realize that, wow, we are way more productive as a team. We are way more working together and achieving the overall purpose that God has set out for us um, for whatever we are doing. And more than enough, it's bringing hope and freedom in the area of finances. For you, it may be making shoes, what, whatever it is that you do the thing that you feel gifted in, but also that, and this is where these tools come in, into play, where, you know, and... and yeah, you, the, the Strength Finders uh, 2.0 for me was a bit, and I only recently did it, you did it way mm-hmm. years ago, but when I started to work more in the business, I did it, and my highest, there, there's like 35 mm-hmm. or 36 yep. strengths, and they decided as a as a group that they were going to focus on people's strengths, because sometimes we think we have all these negatives in our lives, and they take what we think is negative and show the positive piece to it, so mm-hmm. I, I just think it's a great little tool because I learned that I'm a learner and a teacher and a researcher. And I'm like, oh, this is why I love reading and writing and doing all that stuff. I It was like a big thing for me. So I do not do money. I do not do the nitty gritty of what you got, like a mm-hmm. chartered account. Like I could do it, but that's not. No, you, no, you shouldn't oh, do I it. Should, <laughs> <laughs> Excel spreadsheets turn you into something oh, that I no. don't want to be no, on the radio at all. Yeah. No, no. But but it doesn't mean that as an entrepreneur, you're not going to do things that you don't like sometimes. So we're not saying that you don't have to. Like, David, you love the piece about meeting people. You love... You love the conversations around, you know, mortgages and all of those things because the people part and and the numbers you don't mind. The documentation, on the other hand. <laughs> Who likes documentation? I know there's somebody exactly. out there that likes documentation. Please call me. <laughs> yes, there is. There is someone. Absolutely. But, but sometimes, you know, at the place we are in at, in the growth of our business, you're deal, still doing some of that. And that's just part of the puzzle. So we're not mm-hmm. saying that you won't do stuff you don't like. But You know, I'm reminded by the, the quote, and I'm sure we've all heard it before, but Gandhi said, you know, we want to be the change that we want to see. And, and I think, and I'm not going to interpret what Gandhi said, but for me, that authentic being, you actually have to, as a, as a, as a, whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you're not, you have to spend some time going, 
who am I? Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, working within those boundaries, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and and saying what you know, what is my spiritual gifting? What is my what is my my strengths? Even just quizzing the people that you're close to and saying, well, when you look at me, what do you think? What do you see mm-hmm. that I'm good at? What do mm-hmm. you see that I'm not so good at? Maybe that I, you know, what are some of those things? And and in a sense, becoming the authentic you, the real you. Yeah, and I think people are afraid of that. Well, for sure. I mean, well, that, that's a, and it, that's that's something that entrepreneurs that they that they struggle with because they, they they get they get bogged down with all of these other this other messaging. So it's a it's a battle every day for them and to it's be har- them. And I think it's hard to take the time to <laughs> sit down with someone like you and say, okay, let's look at this and how do I stop the train that's going so fast and 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 redirecting it. It and we're not saying it's easy, but I guess we're having the conversation to put some ideas in our mm-hmm. in our heads this morning and say, you know, if something's not working, why isn't it working? And and we talked about it this morning beforehand because one of the things we wanted to encourage, you know, because we have the God piece, right? We go back to that. You know, it's a it's a surrendered life. Yes. Uh, we were just talking to our son the other day over calling and call being called to ministry, and you know, uh, I said, but you can be called to business ministry. You can be called to a kingdom mi- business that sp- like it's not any different than a calling as a pastor. Like you, you might have a real drive in you to you know make cakes. Or, or or offer like I, I don't know it can be a million thing or do be an esthetician as a woman and and go to people's homes and maybe part of that would be going to people who are sick and can't get out of their home or to you know I'm just talking out loud but that that is an authentic beautiful calling where you're called to love God and others I mean that's at the heart of all that we want to do if you don't know what your calling is I, or your purpose I always say go back to what's simple love God love others and and as Andy Stanley throws in there, love your enemies. Mm-hmm. And that, I, think, I think that was in the scripture. I too. know, but he I'm adds just, it as the, <laughs> he add, he adds it as a third one, and I like it because it reminds us that we're called to love people who are hard to love for us. Mm-hmm. So I I just think it's that surrendered life, and 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 just because you're an entrepreneur doesn't mean you're not called to that th- place. That's correct. Yeah. And so, and I think that, the, the, as David was mentioning earlier, like we we get all these other labels. As soon as you're in business, there's all these other expectations that come along, and I think that that gets us sidetracked very easily. Mm-hmm. So entrepreneurs, um, they you know, there's a lot out there to si- sidetrack you. And my encouragement would be, let's you know, you've got to really understand your purpose, understand what you're here for, what does God have for you, and stay focused, and you know re re. Uh, it's not a one time process. Every, it's it's exactly. not a one. This is a continuum, and, and I think that's you know having been an entrepreneur for the last what thirty, however I don't know how many years, but thirty years. You know, not only does does the environment change, there's all of that, but but as we grow and mature, as I grow and mature, then then that changes in me, and I'm a mm-hmm. different entrepreneur than I, now than I was when I was 21. Right. Um. You know, I hopefully have matured a little bit and, and all that, and and so that process of 
coming back around, um, even if it's annually, at, at least annually, and saying, okay, so my strengths are still the same, but am I working in them? Um, you know, are we seeing the results? Is there, are there tweaks that need to be made? And, and that's part of the process in terms of having a coach, but also recognizing that we as entrepreneurs get so stuck in our business where we're just doing the tasking of the day-to-day stuff. Um, you know, and, and um, again, I'm going to do a shout out. Anybody who wants to manage my email inbox, give me a call, <laughs> please. You know, it's all good because that's for me one of the things that I just don't enjoy doing, but recognize that, well, that's you know, it's part, part of, of my communication. It does lead to that. But recognizing that there's just some of that stuff that we need to constantly be rethinking and, and in a sense, as we go through and as our businesses mature, as we mature, those things will change a little bit. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing for entrepreneurs is to really to understand how, how you know, are they working in their gifting? And with that, a lot of people have fear because um, they might be in a place where um, they know that God has put something on their heart where they need to change what they're doing, but they're afraid because they're in a job they hate, but they're bringing in money. And How many people have we run into who are doing government jobs? Or I'm sure there are people who love government jobs, but people are. <laughs> you say you say that like a, uh, like that's an anomaly. No, because you I'm know sure. how you know how many people have told me that they're there because of the benefits and the and the steady salary, and they're 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 just holding on to yeah. get to their retirement so they can. And and I'm not saying that that's wrong or bad, um, but. But if you and and maybe if you're in that place yourself and you feel like there's something else you should have done maybe five or ten or twenty years it's ago, it's never or, too late. It, it's not. But but in you, fact, you know what? We're going to do a show about that transition. I'm saying yes, that right yes. now. We're going we to we do a show about you know what? Yeah. The, there's transitions that are going to happen between. And how do they happen? And, and how, how do they, they happen, happen? Yes, so that do you that. don't yep. destroy your marriage and your family and and, and yeah, because yeah, there is we, some. We, talk to that that topic very well i think dear but i but at the same time i've heard people i've i'm not even listening to you (laughs) i i've heard people and stories of how they're like yes i wanted to be an interior designer but i needed to do you know lawn care and gardening which i didn't like and i did that as a job but i slowly uh did more of what I liked and less of what I didn't like. And slowly it became a business for me. I mean, there's some great stories out there of people who do, do follow what their heart's desire is. But, but like you say, we're going to do a show about that because there are risks and it's, 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 I'm speaking firsthand. Entrepreneur is like not a, like all, like, she's looking at me yeah. across the studio here. So uh, you you can just get that feeling that we are a strange beast as an, as an entrepreneur, right? Uh, so thank you for being married to me, Rebecca. And uh, so, but you're you're absolutely right, right? Just to wrap up Maybe because we, we are coming. Have Bronze wife on the show and ask Ooh. her how that's gone. Well, I'm sure that yeah, it is. Yes, it's stressful. We sure. only have a couple minutes left, but we you know we will get Bronze wife on then maybe. Uh, Maybe we'll get around by ourselves. But anyways, I digress. Yes. Right? Just to, to, to kind of bring us back around today, we've been talking about this idea that, you know, as an entrepreneur, um, you know, really just figuring out 
what your authentic self is, and then saying, am I doing the task? Am I, am I in the thing that actually blossoms that authentic self, that where I can express myself, who I truly am in the world around me? And I love the thought that God has created each of us individually, that, that we are all unique, and that truly we fit together in this tapestry, in, in this puzzle where, you know, I am doing one thing and Braun is the piece next to me and he's doing something maybe a little bit slightly different. And, and, and yet it all does piece together to glorify God, to bring God glory, and to and to glorify Him when when we all do that and are actually working in our gifting and who we are are, are truly, um, and so that I'll leave you with that thought as a practical uh, expression. We like to have that practical at the end here, mm-hmm. just to say, take some time. Mm-hmm. If you need some some Prayerful tools, time. yeah. If you need some tools, mm-hmm. there's certainly tools available. You can call more than enough at 613-520-4157. Email us at more than enough.ca. We can hook you up with some of those tools. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Again, and we'll have a link uh, uh, on our show, in the notes show notes today for the Strength Finders 2.0. Great. Thanks for being with us, Bron. You're welcome. It was great. I'm going to say a quick prayer. (laughs) Lord, we just uh, thank you for your grace to us. And Lord, that as we express who you've created us to be, may the world be changed for the glory of your kingdom. And so, Lord, we pray all of this in Christ's name. And join us next time when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.